Yes, good afternoon. Big cafe for your Monday afternoon. Aaron and Al for you for the next couple of hours. Already been here for an hour, Al. Um, look, I got to fill in for an extra hour this afternoon, but it's nice to see you. How lucky for the Bathurst and Orange community. It is. An extra hour of Aaron. Quite nice, but uh, can't <laughs> ride solo all afternoon. Coming up this afternoon for you. Um, we're going to talk about what's been destroyed at Parliament House. And no, it's not Barnaby Joyce, but we'll also talk about that this afternoon. Um, but coming up in the next 15 minutes, Alex, there is some weird things that go on in some country towns across the country. Um, we're going to talk some of those weird objects each of those towns have. Um, okay. I've, I've noticed <laughs> there is one town with a big trout. Have you seen the big trout? The Big Trout. There's a Big Trout. I've been to the Big Trout. Really? I get your photo out of the Big Trout. Look, Al, there's been a bit of a weird story coming out of WA um, with a bunch of people getting together on the weekend to eat cheese. That's not weird at all. Well, um, 650 people came together to eat cheese all <gasps> together in the town of Metacup in WA um, as a world record competition. That's amazing. Yeah, well, the town only um, has about half that population, so we doubled the population for one weekend just to eat cheese. They broke the world record. Um, the original real world record only had 250 people, so they smashed the record um, with just chase tasting cheese. As I said earlier, a lot of towns are known. Um, obviously, you're a city girl, so you mightn't know this much. Okay, here we go. <laughs> the country boy over here, definitely. Yeah, Wodonga, um, by the way. That's Wodonga <laughs> country town he's classifying as. Um, a lot of people don't realise that every town has something they're famous for. Look, as I said earlier, I've been to the Big Trout before. We used to have a little van up there. Um, the tiny little town of Adamitami, people, like there was 50 people in the town, but everyone had stopped for a photo with the big trout. Obviously, there's some iconic ones across the country. Yeah, the there is. The big prawn, the big... Um, Merino. Merino. In oh, Goulburn. My tongue and the big banana is probably the most popular one ever. Yep, um, in Coffs. Where have you been? I've been to the big Merino. Yep. Fun fact, dated a guy in Goulburn. Not much to do, but go check out the Merino, I think. Just... That was as exciting as it got. Um, and that's it, actually. I think I went to the Big Banana as a young kid and I can't remember where else I could have possibly been. There's a big shrimp, big prawn. Yep. What else is there? She's sitting across from me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the level of richness that you're giving me right now is ridiculous. Uh, it is Aaron and Al for your Monday afternoon Beat Cafe. Now, Al, we all do it. We all sit there for hours. I don't know, people that don't do it. Um, Netflix has taken off across the globe as the number one streaming service. Um, an interesting fact I saw recently is 33% of all internet downloads are Netflix. Really? 33% of everything on the internet. Well, I have it downloaded on my computer and my phone, so you probably have like, what, three devices per person potentially if you Easy. have an iPad? It's disgusting, isn't it? No, not at all. <laughs> I totally advocate that. Get it. Get Netflix. So some ripper shows coming out at the moment. Um, yeah. What have you been on to? Okay. So I've been on to a few things. I like to have multiple shows going at a time. I when hate I'm... that. I absolutely hate that. Pick one, stick with it. No, I disagree. So I'm currently going through The Crown at the moment, which is actually really interesting. I really enjoy that. It's um, not, I... not true. It's not true. <laughs> The timeline is, I think, scheduled properly as in real life, but the content 
is fake. Because I was thinking, wow, this is a lot of petty drama for a bunch of royals. But, um, yeah, so that's all fake. Yeah, a lot of people think it's an actual documentary. And how are you supposed to know what actually was like behind closed doors? Like, no one really knows. Yeah, a lot of people think it's a documentary. It's not a documentary. It's no. Not really yes, up. guys, it's not a documentary <laughs> at all. Otherwise, you would just hate a lot of royals now. Um, but, so I've read today that there is a new um, series out on Netflix that I wanted to share with you guys so you guys could check it out. It's called Seven Seconds. It's adapted from a Russian movie. Basically, it's about a uh, police officer, police officer, pardon me, um, going down a right icy road and runs over a poor boy. Oh, yeah, I've watched the pilot for this. I watched the first episode. What do you think? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, so they're planning, they um, think it's going to take off. Um, and, yeah, the police officer covered up the kid's body. Yes, they hid the body yeah. and, and now they're, then they're going to get caught out and yeah. found and they have to help the kid find it. And he shows up at the hospital as well, so the mother sees him and everything as yeah, well. Yeah, so the mother's a really important role in the, um, the series too. Seems a bit dark a little bit. Yeah. But... I reckon it's going to be a ripper. Yeah, so guys, tune into that if you're running out of options and you just keep resorting to the OC because, yeah, get sick of that. Yeah, my option, um, I went into some dark times a couple of weeks ago and uh, found some Japanese show and it was had subtitles throughout the whole thing and I ended up watching a whole episode of it. It was very weird. Very weird. <laughs> <laughs> Good story. Thanks. <laughs> Darren and Alex with you now. Al, look, I don't know if you could ever do this, um, but one lady in the US has given birth live on radio. Yes, the announcer on her show decided to share the moment with her listeners and didn't want her listeners no. to miss out. Yeah, 100%. She gave birth live on radio from the hospital. So all she did was phone on through, they held up the phone for her and the listeners could hear absolutely wow. everything. I don't know... Imagine driving in your car and just hearing someone give birth when you flick to the next channel. Yeah, I'd be flicking straight over. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not too interested in that either. And your response to saying I couldn't do that, maybe I could. Maybe you could. I won't put you down. Um, but they also filmed the whole thing for online, so... <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Weird as. Really random. Like, desperate for content, they must be. Yeah, do you want to do it? Yeah, we, are, we, we do scrape the bottom of the barrel. We do have quite bad yeah. chat. So we'll be back with that one in nine months. Hey, Al. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Here we go. There's been a lot of damage coming out of Parliament House recently. And look, you'll be quite disgusted with this, I reckon. Um, an independent review has taken place at Parliament House in the last month or so. And the findings are expected in April for this report that cost over 27000 thousand dollars after five cars were damaged being driven out of parliament house these cars were damaged um through bollards that go up and down you know how they go up and down to like stop cars getting in that shouldn't yep. go in they went up when the car was halfway through and like smashed into the bottom of the car or the car ran into it by mistake when the bollards were put onto manual mode when security upgrades were being done now this has cost twenty seven thousand dollars for us taxpayers to pay. Now, Alex Barnaby, in a world of pain for the last couple of weeks, we spoke about him last week. Oh, poor him. He was on the way out. Um, today, it's been confirmed that he's basically he resigned, but basically he got fired. Yeah, shock. Poor boy. I know. I don't feel that bad, but yeah. Well, I don't feel bad for him, but no. anyway. Um, but he 
Look, one of his fellow MPs created a bit of a stir today <laughs> uh, when she sent out a bit of an t- uh, email by accident um, to the press, which they tried to recall but obviously didn't get it in time, and it has taken off online. Just a little meme she sent out. It's when you get in trouble in class and you have to sit next to the weird kid nobody likes. It's a photo of Barnaby now on the back bench having to sit next to Tony Abbott. Um, Classic. Both been relegated, hiding in the back corner of Parliament now. Absolutely classic. Um, One of her key media advisors um, sent this out. And look, her office ain't going to be happy either at the moment. Now they're caught up in the scandal. They would have been sitting back watching this going... Oh, and yeah. they're sending memes to one another just laughing yes. at, like, how pathetic it all is and how funny Barnaby's getting ripped on and then yeah. now she's put her name out there for the wrong reasons. Watch who you email. Check your CC. I oh, know. You've been um, the victim of a email or a message going astray before when a certain uh, boy sent you a message Don't. that um, you didn't really want to get a little voice recording. How was that? How was that? Well, you know, I've been finally over it until you bring it up. This is the second time you brought it up on a radio show of yours. <laughs> and I just note that one time Aaron, Aaron comes up to me and goes, Alex, can you listen to my podcast? And I was like, of course. Like, what are friends for? I'm literally in the middle of listening to it and he's bringing up this scarring situation that happened to me, so embarrassing, on community radio. And now you've done it again. Yep. You've got to be careful. There's nothing worse. I actually have sent a message to a friend and I said, oh, my God, she's so annoying. And she's and we she we were having beef at the time. She's like, what's this message? I was like, oh, I meant to send it to my mum. I'm complaining about my sister. <laughs> Don't think that one works very There's well. not a real good way to get out of it no. when you send the wrong message and it's the worst feeling in your stomach. I used to work for a company in Sydney and um, one of my clients actually sent a uh, meme of myself that was absolutely inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> to a client by accident. Luckily, we got onto it quick enough to do the recall, but in that moment, you're just like, what button do I press? No one's got any idea how to recall the email, but you can do it. Obviously, our friend um, Nola just didn't get that one back quick enough, did she? <laughs> now, I, Aaron, am going to do a little bit of a recap on the Winter Olympics. Okay, I've year. smashed the Winter Olympics. I've absolutely loved it. Um, it's just been so many glorious moments that made me cry <laughs> on my couch at home late at night. <laughs> How embarrassing. <laughs> so um, it's been really interesting. A lot of um, positive stories, obviously, over negative, which is the best thing about an Olympics. It's always um, positive stories and really amazing triumphs and moments. The big thing I really love about the Winter Olympics is you meet these people on your telly that dedicate their lives to these really weird sports, like Summer Olympics, shot put. This guy does shot put every day of his life. I've done shot put like once in year 10. You nearly pull your shoulder out. Yeah, I I would. I can't throw very far. I've got little arms. But but this guy's dedicated his whole life and shot puts his everything and this is his one moment and then he doesn't win. But you know, a similar, um, some would say strange sport in the Winter Olympics, but to some it's their lives, is curling. I know. Curling's weird, okay? Curling is weird, yes. It's like someone's got OCD and just wants to clean too much. I love to mop. I love to mop like the whole time. <laughs> um, so I wanted to mention the South Korean team that have completely gone viral. They are referred to as the Garlic Girls. The Garlic Girls. Now that's a weird term. I for love South that. Korea. So basically, that's because they're from a ho- ho- uh, their hometown is known for garlic production. Okay. 
Garlic so, production. Um, so the Garlic Girls, they've gone completely viral, but they are very serious about their curling and so is their coach. So they actually have had no idea about this. They've had their phones off the entire Olympics. So, oh, so they've been unaware. like in a, in a black, black zone camp where they're not allowed any technology or anything. And then now they've found about this media storm when they've gone home. Yeah. About them being the garlic girls. They take their curling seriously. you just got to respect <laughs> that they wanted their phones off. They knew they'd be a big deal. Um, the Swedens um, took out the curling in the end. But um, there's still hope for the garlic girls because they are an absolute phenomenon. A garlic girl fan made a statement. Believes that garlic has contributed to the team's success. And it gets, it gets even cooler. They have nicknames for each other, the garlic girls. Oh, this has got to be great. Yeah. Oh, you wait. Give me a good one. Give Sunny. Me... Oh. No, no, no. Wait. Okay. Steak. <laughs> Pancake. One is called Annie. By the way, it's not that normal. It's after a brand of yogurt. And Chocho, which is a brand of cookie. That's what they name each other. That's pretty cool. They've got these it's nicknames cute, for isn't each it? other. It's really cute. Um, uh, also, a really fun, exciting little um, thing that everyone has gone viral about is the Norway's curling team, the men. They wore the most extraordinary pair of pants, the team, bright pink love hearts all over them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So apparently in the rules of curling, you have to wear black pants, but Europeans are exempt. So they just went all out and were <laughs> like, let's wear pink love heart filled pants then. But some of these countries, <laughs> there's weird rules like that. Like one country is exempt. And when you're trying to learn these sports for two weeks every four years, it's pretty difficult. Oh, life's tough. <laughs> you try curling and then you come to me and tell me. What, sweeping the floor with a bowling ball behind it? That's not too hard. Let's be honest. I'll go home and practice my it's sweeping. It's not a bowling ball. Oh, it's like a... It's just a hockey... You know what? Get your facts straight thing. before you mention curling. I'm going to go home the and practice my sweeping. The girl's going to be really annoyed at you now. going to go home and practice my sweeping and my housemates will be really happy with mm. me. <laughs> now it's time for Gross or Not. Do you oh, like that? No. Or Gross or Not. <laughs> the second one? Definitely the second one. I'll rip it. I was going to rip it and um, create a soundtrack, put some backing music on. But As long as chance. you're not the one singing it, I'm definitely all about making a backing track. Definitely I'm singing. <sighs> okay, forget it. <laughs> this week's episode of Gross or Not, if you didn't hear last week, um, basically I come up with a couple of gross things that I've done this week that are just a little bit disgusting and dirty. Alex has to approve or deny of what's happened. Alex, firstly, this week, this one's not too bad and um, some other people do it as well, but look, had a bit of a blocked nose recently and I've been doing the old snot rocket in the shower. You blow your nose in the shower just onto the floor. No. Give it a good system clean out. That's not gross. It's not gross? No. Approved? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I think that's a pretty ideal spot to pick your nose or blow it. So, yeah, there's either pickers or there's not. And, look, I used to do it when I was younger. Dad used to come in and be like, knock on the door and be like, don't you blow your nose in my shower. Really? (laughs) Yep. Well, my friend, um, a friend of mine, her housemates complained because she kept doing it in the kitchen sink. Oh, okay, that's yeah. way too far. She, yeah, she takes a lot of pride in her in her feral habits. I actually spent a whole month with her in Europe, so shout out to Scala, she's being revealed. And she was out, they're called bushies, I'm pretty sure she refers to them. Oh. Blowing your nose just like that. And she had a cold the entire time we were in Europe 
and the amount of like back spray I got was that's just disgusting. filthy. Yeah, did see, you that's survive? gross. You survived. I'm alive. It's okay. Only just. I did get very fed up with it by the end, but yeah. um, definitely not gross. Blowing your nose in the shower. Okay. Secondly, Next. this one's not me, just to clarify, first of all. Okay, sure. Okay, this one's definitely not me, but it is someone else I know. Haven't washed their sheets for two months. Gross. Absolutely disgusting. Gross. <laughs> How hard is it? I know. Just rip them off the bed and put it back on overnight. Just throw them in the washing machine. Doesn't wash them for over two months. Well, you had a roommate that didn't, um, sorry, a dormy back when you were on campus that didn't wash it for a whole semester. Yes, it's absolutely disgusting. Like, that's just... I can feel in the bed that I'm like, these are dirty. These are filthy. Yeah. These are filthy. They're past use by date. Yeah, like, exactly. when they get to that stage, when you start to feel they're dirty, it's don't clean them, throw them out, buy a new pair. <laughs> okay, just, just to be 100% honest with you, it wasn't me, but I have done the, oh, I'll use the sheets a couple of weeks, buy a new pair. Really? Yeah, I bought a brand new pad just because I After a few weeks? Because I couldn't be bothered washing them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, laziness at uh, 100% there. Coming up in the next 10, as we spoke about earlier, you can buy a star, Al, but I don't need to because my one's right across the desk from me here. Stop it. <laughs> Shepard now coming home here on Terms here. It's Aaron and Alex all the way through till 6 o'clock. Right now, Al... There's been a bit of a scam going on. A scam. A scam. Scam alert. <laughs> you have been alerted to a scam. Thank you so much. What is it? Well, uh, people have been paying up to 150 bucks to name a star. Okay. I've so heard name about stars that. Inside the solar system, people are paying companies to name stars. One company claims they've named over two million stars since 1979. But all in their terms and conditions, it's not scientific. It's just sim, uh, being a symbol, having a symbol of this star. It, it's not not real. They're just paying people money to like send them a piece of paper. Yeah, like one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, it's like for a, a bit of paper. So people must buy them as gifts and stuff. Or you know, there's people yeah. who just really want to be a big deal. The like Aaron I'm just star. gonna buy a star. Yeah, the Aaron star that doesn't that doesn't suit. No, it doesn't. Doesn't. No. Um, that yeah. would be like, it, it seems like a nice gift, but it's like, you know, you can't see the star for yourself. You can't use the star. You can't use it. What's it's it there for? Nothing. No. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> You're useless. <laughs> um, this came to light a lot of recently when two people sold the exact same star. So, and then they worked out, they both had the same star because obviously you get like a photo of your star as well. It was the same star in the solar system. They give it a point on where it is. Um, and then, yeah, they were sold exactly the same star. These people found out and the company is now not doing too well. What but do you mean it's not just my star? <laughs> it's not just your star. You it's have to Barry's it. too. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, the International Astronomical uh, Union, the IUA, I'm not saying astronomical again, okay, because that's quite a hard word, um, have the naming rights to stars. They have recently actually named a few stars in our solar system. Um, four stars have actually been recognised as their traditional Aboriginal names. So it's good to see that recognition going through as well, which is actually legitimate and they didn't have to pay for. That just, like, that's got so much more purpose than, you know, being like, happy sweet 16th, I've named a star after you, sweetheart. <laughs> Thanks, mummy. What would you do if your dad got you school. one of them? Not even real. <laughs> what if your dad got you one of them? He He'd... wouldn't. He'd be like, that is bloody stupid. <laughs> what a waste of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't spend 150 bucks on my daughter. 
<laughs> Look, Al, there's been a bit of a disco going on. There has been. Not just any disco, a silent disco, not any other ordinary place, but at aged care facilities. I've heard about this before, how they use a lot of music as therapy. It's really amazing. So um, silent discos, uh, it's called Disco D Tours that are going around to aged care facilities that request it. It um, surprisingly gives dementia sufferers mental benefits, which is amazing. Uh, they can, some can recognise the music and then they recognise the lyrics. So when they remember the words, they move at that base instinct, which doesn't require any cognition, um, cognition thinking. So it just comes straight up. Like naturally. Good, yeah. And it's amazing. So it's really helping their mental health. Um, it, and they just moving around and stuff is good for their um, daily activity. Yeah, it's pretty cool how they just get up and boogie like... It's a good time. I'm imagining the DJ to be like an older lady on the decks, like just smashing it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they're all just like in their chairs, just absolutely fist pumping. Yeah, I'd love to see a couple of fist pumps. Even um, a Byron Bay um, elderly woman, Julie Richardson, 97, said she only discovered her love of dancing in her senior years. Um, and she has been dancing around and hopes to keep moving till she's 100. I can't wait till I whip out the moves in the um, retirement home because I have some great dance moves, don't I? Oh, my God. They're the worst <laughs> for everyone that's knowing. It's just a simple movement. It's just like this kind of like fist pump and then he points at someone who's dancing in front of him. Then he does it around and rotates and then points at another person. That's it. Yep, well, I'll I'm be doing that I'm not missing out home. anything. You'll be doing that at home. Have fun. Have fun <laughs> with that. I'm going to be out with everyone tonight right. at the Ox. It's Hayden, James and Grace here on 2MC. Aaron and Alex for your Monday afternoon. We're running out of time very rapidly, Alex, but very quickly. There has been a kid um, found in Indonesia that is saying, and his family is saying it as well, that he can lay eggs. You know what he should be on? What? Dr Phil. Yes, he should be on Dr Phil. But this kid thinks he lays eggs. His parents are claiming he's laid 20 eggs in the last two years. The 14-year-old boy has had x-rays and have actually found an egg inside of him. No. Yes. Check out the photos online. But the doctors are quite suspect of it, of how he got eggs inside of him because they've basically stated that eggs can't be grown inside the human body. So they're not sure how the eggs got inside the Oh, body. I know what I reckon. I reckon the parents are just having yeah. some, you know, just Maybe he's eating them or something. Who knows? Like making him eat Trying to make their kid extraordinary. What an odd way to do it. Because the family are making quite a fair bit of money off the eggs, uh, <laughs> off the kid at the moment because it's a kid that has eggs and they're getting documentaries and all that sort of stuff. I'm quite suspect. I don't know how it happened, but quite odd. Let's just put two and two together. Yeah, not 100% sure on <laughs> that one. <laughs> We've had our Ripper show this afternoon. Thank you for joining me again this afternoon, Al. Yeah. Yeah? Mm, <laughs> yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Shout out to my friends who've tuned in. We will be back again next week here on 2MCE. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Uh, Aaron and Al, we'll see you again next week. <laughs>